I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Diminishing the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hillier He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what just for the now. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. I'm going to suggest another uh, <laughs> catchphrase because that's like two years Maybe old Maybe like now. 2020. We could do that. Or how about this? Because I've been watching Mandalorian. This is the way. This is the way. I, have, you see, have you seen the Mandalorian? Does that mean something? I like it. Number one. What? Okay, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight. <laughs> and you're not even at your microphone. We're already starting fighting already. <laughs> I, I, I will agree with you. The the first episode of Mandalorian is, is not strong. It is strong. what it is. It is it's, what it it's is. It's a setup. It's no, a setup. That's the line. It is what it is. This mm. is the way. No, our lifestyle, like our man, what it's saying is our Mandalorian lifestyle is how you should conduct yourself. I understand it, but what I'm saying is the line we should say is it is what it is. Okay, we, fine. Keep it, we that. keep it what? It is, it, is it, is. It, is. it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't think that. Flows. That doesn't. If we keep it what, it has to be some sort of response. Yeah. It's so a call 2020, maybe. I don't know. We'll move on. All right, we'll that movie's it. like two, three years old yeah. now. True. We'll do. We'll and do. I, you know, I'm never gonna say it when I come here. You, y'all know. <laughs> y'all know where my, where I where who I work for. Little Miss DC over there. Alright <laughs> Well we'll do 2020 when we're At the end of the thing Alright Okay cool So y'all know how we do it On the rant room On the show we discuss Entertainment TV Film Music Culture But our focus is always Screenwriting Stories Craft And shit like that So you hear the gang in here Everybody but Lisa Bullock Kaja, of course What's up Chris It was rolling all that time Yes Yeah we were He arguing. started the show <laughs> yeah, And you weren't at your microphone And you were dissing Mandalorian Yeah all that was captured <laughs> For posterity bro Exactly We got the I video I that movie I'm dissing that so hard <laughs> You mean movie or series The series You haven't seen Mandalorian I've at seen all. it oh, okay. I, saw it. I saw four And I was like I don't want to watch anymore Wow I'm so in on it I'm so in on it that's good. That's why. That's why everything's subjective in this mm-hmm. business. You know, what I mean, the first episode, yeah. I was, I was not like bowled over by it, but I stayed with it. And by, by episode two or three, I was like, okay, I'm in. It's I'm, funny. A I'm lot in. of people are talking four about was that. So bad. I'm not gonna. I'm, uh, well, what was bad about it? It was. Is that? It was a little bit Star Trekky, where it's like there's some you don't, out bandits coming to raid this the town. That and, and is need help. Look, look the the, <clears throat> the the best version of that movie of that story is a Seven Samurai. Hands down, and that's what they did. And they took the th- they took a three hour movie mm. and they squeezed it down into like twenty five minutes. And it just feels like you rushed everything. Right. Oh, like yeah, the, well, I disagree. Like the coolness of of like, of that. Plot. I disagree. Same thing as Magnificent Seven. I was like, eh, I've seen. The-. And the thing is, I've seen every story they've done right. on that done better. Mm. I was like, damn, dude, like. And you got paid for these scripts? No, <laughs> I, I disagree. I didn't. I didn't feel like you need to drag out the re, the the bandits are coming to raid the village for three freaking episodes. Not, that puts I, me to sleep. No, I'm not saying three episodes. I'm saying that that story is done better. Sure, but has been done with this Mandalorian guy who's like, I don't take my mask off, and this chick is like falling in love with me. Who's got the Who's got the daughter? Who's got the son okay. or daughter? Okay. I haven't seen that. 
And then you have Gina Carano in there as like this ex-female. Um, yeah, she's good. I like her. Beating people's asses and helping win the whole fight. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're watching, man. We're watching two different things. I was just like, I can't get into this show. Okay, it's Fair all enough. it's I've all mood. Fair enough. Fair enough. The main thing that got me. Mm-hmm. Two things that got me. And then Baby Yoda or Baby Somebody in, <laughs> is just out here. <laughs> in, and you got to take care of him. The memes. I've seen the memes. Uh, two, like, okay. He's taking over Twitter. He got box braids now. Like. <laughs> two things in the first five minutes of the of, of the first five, ten minutes of the first episode. I was like, you got, what the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. Is what I was saying. One, I don't like the fact when you're going to do everything CGI when you see something that is like, wow, so, so, the, so they're walking around in the snow in this ice planet, no wind going on, nothing like this. And I was like, God damn it, like this looks like you're, like it's, it's, a, it's a composite image. And I don't Does like it look cheap you, or something? Or? Firefly. I mean, but they have better. to make some sacrifices because you're trying to do Star Wars look, on a TV look, budget. But Firefly from 15 years ago looks better. And that is not, and, 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 and that shouldn't be the case. Secondly, this, so, so, so if, if, if you remember in Empire Strikes Back. Have you seen it, Sonny? No. I'm just saying to the people who are listening. It, so if you watch Empire Strikes Back they're, and they're on Cloud City and Vader has this thing where he's like, I want to use the carbon freeze to capture Luke Skywalker. And it's this whole big ass fucking like room, right? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. super fucking small, and it's and and it's this pit that you got to go into, everything like right. that. Mm-hmm. And, and a Mandalorian is there. Boba Fett's there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Boba we Fett says, "I don't want to use this because it might damage my shit." Right. And then we'll test it on Captain yeah, we'll, Solo. We'll test it on Captain yeah. Solo, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, "I don't know. That's gonna mess up my money." He's like, "He's like, don't worry. You you compensate it either way." Mm-hmm. So, the, so Boba Fett, the Mandalorian, the bounty hunter. Is unconvinced that this will help with his, uh, with what he needs, what he's supposed to do, right? Huge ass room is, is probably the size of, you know, of, of like, uh, I, I don't know, it's, that, it's where that big fight is, right? And they use it, and Solo's there, and they're like, oh shit, well, you know, he might be dead, they don't know everything like that. Boom. Now, the show takes place. I don't know, like maybe 10 years. Several years years after. It's potentially Mm -hmm. 10 years later. We'll Mm -hmm. just say 10 years. We don't know, but they don't, you know, we don't know for sure. Now, from, from watching, from watching the previous like Star Wars stuff, now that technology does not follow Moore's law, number one. Number two, he's got like a portable carbon freeze thing Mm -hmm. in the, in his ship. In his ship. That's not right. That's fucking up the technology that they set up before. And you don't know what's happening in 10 years. We just said it jumped 10 years. I just, critiquing him for having this thing on the ship. Yeah, I'm saying that, but what I'm saying is. How is it not possible that he could have been like, oh, Boba Fett used this thing to trap Solo. I'm going to adapt it and put it on my damn ship in 10 years. No, how did everybody know? And number two, they don't follow Moore's law. Star Wars. They don't fall more. I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, that's not right. They just kind of said, well, let's just break canon real quick because oh, we can. I, I, you're, you're, just, we can. you're just being hateful at this point because that's hateful. such a minor thing. I, I mean, just, the, I, not, I thought the pilot was a little bit slow and, and it just, just kept a lot building, of setup. It just kept building. Just but kept building. by episode two, it gets there's, But if that, you don't have small, story gripes. You have like technology gripes. I watched it. I was like, why am I interested in any and of You don't this? have performance uh, no, huge performance scribe. Huge performance scribe. The biggest thing. The lead character is always in a mask. Yep, it's always hard. In a mask. Mm. It's hard. And I'm kind of like, you watch something to identify with the character. Mm-hmm. If I don't see your eyes, I have a hard time identifying with the character. What they easily could have done 
As they did it with Iron Man. Is that is that, is that uh, if they want to show Tony Stark inside his thing? There's a there's a shop they want to show right. with, inside his mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, at the moment, there's no reason for me to understand why we can't see Pedro Pascal's face. There's no reason why. There's no reason so far. I don't want to see it. I like the mystery. I I, okay. I like the mystery. On of that it all. note, <laughs> it makes him even sexier to me. Like I don't want to see okay. what's actually in there because I can imagine so much better than this what is the reality. This is what happens when you have these. Uh, Together. Yeah, <laughs> these motherfuckers right here, these damn blurs all on here. <laughs> I love y'all though. Um, <clears throat> so Lisa Bocage is out, but let me introduce everybody. We got Chris Derrick in the house, of course. Mm-hmm. Then we got our sis with us, Linnell White. Hey, over there, hey. killing it on Black Lightning. We By the you. way, I got to do a plug really What's quick because I know we got off topic on Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. This is a big week in um, the DC universe, okay. the Belantiverse. S- yeah. So, well, just DC period. You know, that's my friend LaMonica who plays the monitor. Oh, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Crisis on Infinite, Infinite Earths is starting tonight. I don't know when this is going to air, but right. today is December 8th. So, in Supergirl, hour one starts tonight. Mm-hmm. Then it follows, hour <coughs> two is going to be Batwoman uh, on Monday. Monday. And then um, Black Lightning has some, our show has some events that are crossover like, but we're not officially part, or we're not an actual part part of the five episodes but mm. we'll have some things that are related and then Flash is going to be on Tuesday mm. and then there's going to be a break and then we come back in January with uh, Arrow and then Legends of Tomorrow mm. to finish out the five it's the biggest like five episode crossover event they're saying ever in history of television I, uh, I don't know crazy. whether that's true or not <clears throat> um, credit to all the first ADs and second ADs yes. who made this work scheduling wise with all these actors having to go on these different shows because with, with a crossover the reason why we're not officially, we're, we're kind of adjacent to the crossover, even though Black Lightning is going to be on certain episodes of it, mm-hmm. it was easier to send him from Atlanta up to Vancouver where the rest of the stuff is shot than to try and have all those guys come I'm down sure. in Atlanta. So um, typically, like, you watch a Supergirl episode, but then you're going to see Flash, Arrow, everyone everyone kind of joins in right. on the episode. And that doesn't that doesn't happen with ours. So that's why. We're not part of the five, but we're we're adjacent. I'm very very excited to see this. <clears throat> very very excited. When I was a kid growing up, I used to always read Marvel comics mm-hmm. until uh, issue seven of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Because I'm walking in a comic store. I've been reading comics since I was a kid. I hardly ever remember what any of them are. Dude, I can tell you every comic <laughs> cover that I have. So I remember. So so issue seven, the cover of it is Superman holding. A dead super girl. What? She's been battered, and I was like, "What the fuck? You, you wait, you just killed a character? Huh. Oh my right. fucking god!" I was like, "I have to buy this now." And then after that, I was kind of in with the DC. And then I think the issue before that, which I missed, I didn't read it. They killed the Flash. Mm. Wow. I was like, "Shit, I gotta." I, mm. And, and I, get, get, I got re- so I'm hoping they do some shit like that in the damn. Right. We have to watch series. That's what I want to watch because I'm very curious. Because, Start tonight. Yeah, because that was very crucial for me to, to like DC Comics mm-hmm. it's, it's I mean it, the difference for Black Lightning in terms of the crisis this year we haven't participated in the crisis the previous years yeah. so they've been doing it you mm-hmm. know this is like the sixth year doing the crossover event and yeah. we've never participated yeah. this is our third season so um, we're in it and it'll be cool and people are excited about it Derek's been up there producing constantly yeah okay. the well it takes a whole it takes an army I mean it's the the the, the the spearhead is Mark Guggenheim, mm-hmm. who sort of is like, you know, you'll see his name on a lot of the story mm-hmm. credits. And then he sort of turns it over to, you know, individual writers to, for the, from those shows to yeah. do the screen, to do the teleplays. Yeah. And then 
you know, all credit to on my show, Lamont McGee, he went up to Vancouver to kind of oversee mm-hmm. what was going on with <clears throat> integrating Black Lightning into The Flash and, mm-hmm. you know, the other episodes or whatever. And he had been pushing for three years for this to happen. It's oh, finally really? happened, so I'm happy for him mm-hmm. that he's like, he's a super comic book nerd. Yeah. And he came on the show three years ago and he's like, we should be doing a crisis there. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. And finally it's happening, you know? And he wrote the episode that's gonna air um, on Tuesday or Monday. 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 Yeah. yeah. You know, cool. I've, I've been talking with Mark since we met <clears> with the thing. <throat> he's been just over his head. I'm and, sure. And on top of doing that, he's working on another show. Carnival. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carnival Row. I was like, Carnival Row. Yeah. Time for nothing. Crazy. Is the yeah. website gonna be available on the CW online app? Oh yeah, okay. it should all be on the CW app. But you, you just gotta know the order. Otherwise, you'll get kind of lost in mm-hmm. the crisis. So start with Supergirl, then Batwoman. Check out Black Lightning, you know, <laughs> and, then, you. and then go to Flash, yeah. and then we're going to be on Christmas hiatus, exactly. and then come back in January and finish it up. So. Awesome. That's what's up. So, um, as you just heard her voice, Sunny Yoakum in the house. What's happening, girl? Hello. Our super fan. I am back. She's back again. She is the incredible. <laughs> so, um, uh, Linnell thought we should come up with a cool little topic today that mm-hmm. she just spitballed him like it's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and... and so, uh, there's been a lot of talk about assistance around town. Um, mm-hmm. And it started with the pay, right? Mm-hmm. It started with assistants aren't making enough to even survive. They're having to take second jobs. It's it's created... You've created a situation in this business where unless you come from like a wealthy family mm-hmm. where mom and dad can sort of foot your bills and pay your rent while you try and intern or, or, or work these low paid assistant jobs you can't seem to get in which and when we start talking about that we're going <laughs> to exclude people of color who tend to not come from mommy and daddies who can yes. foot those kind of bills well, I think even people of color who have money can't can't get those jobs anyway. They they give people those jobs right because anyway. you don't know you're not daddy's not golfing with so you know so and so at the club either well, way can I, can I take it one step further mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before Chris it always bothered me that like when I have young writers come in they're like what should I do I'm like well maybe you need to be an assistant for mm-hmm. example at UTA whatever the fuck mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and they're like well I don't have a BA right it's like they purposely did a thing where you have to have a degree. To be an assistant at a fucking agency. Mm-hmm. Even, That's purposely done. Even now. Like, For what? If you have like internship experience, it's not considered. Like if you look yeah. at the job description, so, they're like no internship. So, That's crazy. So this matter. is the thing I was saying before we got online about this. This is, I mean, look, I think that the assistants should get paid. I think it became a, 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 a uh, uh, I think it became a function of what happened in the late 90s with the spec sale thing that, and kind of kind of made things crazy mm-hmm. in terms of just like the pay that is thrown around in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look at it this way. I mean, look, we were talking about the abuse. People shouldn't get mm-hmm. the abuse, all mm-hmm. things, everything like that. Right. I, but to, to, to me, there's like, I, I feel there's a slight disconnect in how people look at what the assistant role is in these, these jobs they get, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're the assistant <clears throat> to a showrunner, you're the equivalent of like the assistant of a fucking CEO on like a hundred million dollar corporation. True, that's true. And I think there's just I feel there's so much of this is kind of kickback. Right, they think we're just writing. You think blah, blah, blah. like I think that people don't they they don't recognize the gravity mm-hmm. of that role, and therefore they need to behave in a certain way. Like you were talking about because we talk about what it means to be a good assistant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like you understand you being an assistant for a showrunner. Were you not, drinking coffee today? You were talking fast. Is he not? Is it me? I, I didn't notice. I didn't. I didn't notice anything different. Okay, so slow it down slow a little down. bit, Jack. <laughs> I didn't notice anything different. I was different. talking about you to slow it down. So, so this is on crack. I do have my coffee right uh-huh. here. But so, so 
I, I look at it as like you have a, an opportunity to get a job that is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, can I be the, the assistant to Warren Buffett? Can I be the assistant to these type of people? Right. Now, the fucked up thing is, is that everywhere in corporate America and this, and TV is, is, is the extension of corporate America, uh, assistants are underpaid. Mm-hmm. They are, I mean, and, and they're not just underpaid, they're like tax fucked up in a way. Like there's this whole thing about how like uh, uh, that Warren Buffett's assistant gets mm-hmm. taxed, you know, like, in the, in the uh, sh- like, well, on top of it, then they don't her, get the benefits of like insurance and, and, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Like, and even his fucking assistant, she gets taxed more than he does because the system is designed oh, right, to, right, to right. fuck people who work like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just this is how it is. Like and they I mean, take forty three percent, they probably mm-hmm. take and he's paying he's paying ten percent, twelve, yeah. 12 or, or perhaps, 12. perhaps wow. zero wow. if he's smart because yeah. he can hide yeah. he can hide the money. So to me, I just feel like what happens with the assistant pay is fucked up and and most of the people who are these top showrunners oh, there's a lot of them who were never assistants so they, yep. don't, so they don't know they probably came in through some Harvard connection or something mm-hmm. like that and they just kind of like zoomed right in right. And, and the studio or network pays for their like, assistant pays, pays for so assistant. they don't give a fuck so they don't give a fuck at all so but to me the thing we were saying before is they make so much fucking money with 15, 20,000, $30,000 a week mm-hmm. you could break off someone like another $500 and they'd be straight you could. I think and you, also and, I think it wouldn't hurt you at all I think what yeah. happened with this whole Twitter thread and John August did a podcast and mm-hmm. all this stuff I think there was a lot of I think some show runners because they aren't paying the salary weren't aware of how little they were making. Yeah, it's crazy. They it's just they like are. they're in their own they're in they're like they in their own little bubble. Some I don't say I don't, some of them might not have been even knowing how much their assistants make cuz if you're not the one signing the checks. Right. I think it's even worse than that. I think Liz Opper was talking about this a lot. Shout out to Liz. We're going to have her on the yeah. show. Yeah, they did a town um, as well. She was saying something like a lot of them come from the background that Hey, you're an assistant. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's just what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everybody else yeah. has to do it. Yeah. So, so a lot of people take on that. Yes, it's like know, a fraternity thing. Like exactly. I got hazed, so you're exactly. gonna get hazed. You yeah, gotta yeah. work hard yeah. at this. Yeah, but you but gotta. You gotta. Taking, I think that's the, the count of living now. So like when yeah, you yeah the cost of living's gone up, and the pay the pay has stayed stagnant. That's the problem. That's the fundamental problem. Yeah, that's the big measure. But to me, I think it has to go with the fact that the thing you said about. They're oblivious to what the pay is. Mm-hmm. That's just that's inexcusable. Oh, I, I, I'm not justifying it at it, all. I'm but, just I'm but, just saying. But, 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 but part but, but, of it but, is but, because they're so busy trying to make a show. show. Right. But but here's the thing. Most people that I meet <clears throat> who are kind of in a position, this I think like filters into fucking everything. Right. It's like this is why you don't hire people of color. This is why you don't hire women. This is this is why you're oblivious to those situations that affect people of color and the writers of that because you don't want to step outside your own box and show the correct empathy toward other people. Because <clears throat> this this is the thing. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know about fucking warm you know, like Buffett's business and stuff like that, but you know those headlines pop up all the time. It, it like the whole concept about income inequality is it has been raging since the since the two thousand eight financial crisis, mm-hmm. right? So here we are, fucking <laughs> like twelve years later. Where are you like in t- terms of your your understanding of of just the world around you that you that you you're unaware of that thing? Right, and right. you have to realize it's happening everywhere in every business because the because the because the, the downward pressure on labor costs. Is what has always been happening, mm-hmm. and who what's what's the labor? Because I'm sure creative types don't see themselves as labor, but they look at everyone else as like as labor, and it's just yeah. like it's to me it's inexcusable that you. <clears throat> I think if you have the money, if you have the money, and if you're like, you know what, I can break you off five hundred dollars for, for my own, I you know for my own twenty five thousand dollar check, and it ain't gonna hurt me because that's the interest payment. Did you on it. did you guys see the tweet from John August the other day? 
<clears throat> he did this cool thing where he's sitting in his um, kitchen, and he, you know you could do the um, auto tone, mm-hmm. auto tune, auto auto tune voice, and he did this auto tune where he told this story about how he was an intern. And there were like two or three other assistants up under over mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> something. And I'm paraphrasing here, but you should go on and look at his Twitter. And he talks about how um, they're all standing outside with the showrunner. They're trying to figure out who's going to drive. The, she had to go across the the, the lot mm-hmm. to go do like mm-hmm. something production or whatever, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to come back. So okay. she'd had to somebody had to drive her car. Mm-hmm. So like John, you drive mm-hmm. her car or mm-hmm. whatever. So at some point, she took her glasses. And like to clean him and turn to him and wiped it on his shirt and oh, went wow. back like as if oh, wow. like as if it was nothing. oh wow I was like wow damn just that's a, yeah that's just a, that's just a, you're like you're a surf on my fiefdom yeah. yeah and didn't even look at him mm-hmm. did it and it, like blah 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 it's just a, cult- a culture man. thing he's a white yeah man. But, but but yeah but he's an assistant but I, I, he's an assistant I, I, I think it still goes back to the fact that <clears throat> assistants across that people in this industry don't see themselves as an extension of corporate America because you don't have to wear suits. No one has to wear suits. Right. There's, I mean, if your agency you have to wear a suit, but, but every place else you're not, you're not. Even if the agencies are not wearing suits anymore. anymore. I mean, but there's not this enforcement right. of what it means to work at like, a, like you know, like the, that corporate overlord. Right. And I think that that's where people think they come into this art business and they can be lax because they let you fucking bring a dog to the office. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and, and I think that, that, that just you mean we can't skateboard down but, the hallway? But then, uh, but what, feels, what Hillier just mentioned was a lack of lack it. of humanity. It is yeah. not like, seeing the person as mm-hmm. a human being. That's what I was saying. There's you don't no wipe empathy. your glasses on someone else's that's shirt. Right. Like I wouldn't walk in a coffee shop and go up to a stranger and just wipe my glasses on their shirt. <laughs> I you know might what I mean? smack your and glasses someone, on the floor and step on and them. And this is someone that has. <laughs> oh, this is someone that is in your sphere day in day out. So it's just like a lack of emotional connection to another person. I don't know how we correct that. And even worse, no empathy. He was just an intern, so he probably wasn't even getting paid no because he was at he usc wasn't. going through stark you tell me that's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. that i mean so you can imagine somebody seeing you're that less than you're a piece of lint you're right. less than nothing right and i've got so much i got to do and you all need to ra- rally around me and support me but i mean well let's talk about what makes a good assistant wait can because we talk the, about okay, like yeah. the different types of assistants sure, so, sure, like, sure. so there's the showrunner's assistant mm-hmm. there's the writer's assistant there's the writer production assistant mm-hmm. there's the post-production assistant mm-hmm. and then there's the set pa um several the, set pas several set mm-hmm. and then there's the writer's personal assistant and then there's okay. the script coordinator which i don't know if that falls under no. assistant no, but no it kind of, is I mean, a little different i mean that doesn't and also but they don't they don't get paid much either and also the set pa that's production. That's production. Let's go down the list. Let's go down the list. That's, yeah. that's but I mean, and different. this is that's all TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, right. feature films. I don't. I can't. Yeah, you know, different different situation. But that's what we have on our show, for hundred percent. Yeah. And and in in feature films, you have all of this are just called something different. <clears throat> so I mean, you're example, gonna have set PAs for yeah, sure. You're gonna definitely have, have the set, set PAs. PAs. Every department's gonna have a PA. The director might have an assistant. Sometimes yeah. directors bring assistants. Yeah. Every too. every department is director. You know, it's the same. It's just called something. Yeah. Yeah. There's more because. There's the a thing, lot more. I mean, the thing that you don't have on on um, a television show is, you know, like you don't have like an actor who's pulling twenty million dollars. Right. They have an assistant. Yeah. Who who he is an assistant, or you know, or or, or like or she. There's a makeup person for them. There's someone who's in their trailer. You know, they they, they have their own trailer that's got a gym in it. You know, there's someone making them food. I mean, if you watch the credits, yeah, you're like, that, it's all in the writer. All assistant click, to yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, yeah. There's a credit it's, for that. Yeah, yeah. it's clicking around. Yeah. It's crazy. And he's been with them for twenty years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he feeds the cat. Yeah. No yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that yeah, but that what you just described was the TV break. 
breakdown right. of what is out there. And the difference between people get confused writer assistant versus writer's PA. Writer's assistant is in the room. Rice PA typically is not in the room because they're the one getting the lunches or they're making sure we got paper in the printer. They're doing some of the other logistics stuff the around clean. the office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and when, when they've done their work, then they come in the room for the most, depending if, on the it show. Dep- it depends. It yeah. depends on, you know, their maturity, right. how, how the showrunner is okay. feeling. Are you mature enough to sit in the room to listen to, you know, if we're going to pitch an episode, you know, can you come in and sit here and not like right. be disruptive or, or we had a Rice PA initially on our show who did not want, was not interested in being a writer. That is a... S- okay. Why? And, that, and that, that's why, that's why I brought up this topic because right. this kind of stuff is out here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he wasn't sure what he wanted to do. Yeah, and fuck this you. Stuff. Go home. Go home. And then, you know... Go home. So, yeah, how many people want to do that go position? Home. Honestly, give yeah. me that job. So, so um, and then he, you know, he left and then mm-hmm. we have someone else in now. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've noticed, particularly with people of color in the assistant position, here's what I want to stress. Go ahead. <sighs> <laughs> Tell them. Y'all have to watch movies. Mm. And TV. Get, yeah. But, uh, I mean, you're, you guys are watching TV. and uh, Here's what I say. About people. Do not just watch black shit. Please. Please. Yes. Please stop just watching the black shit. Agreed. We have, we, I encountered a sister, a sister who had never seen Citizen Kane and didn't know how to spell Citizen Kane. Spelled it with a C, <laughs> C-A-N-E. C-A? C-A. I will send you. <laughs> if you were wow. on my show and I found out with you, I would say, hey, so I need you to pay for your ticket, <laughs> but I need you to go get me a print That's of nice. this movie in Hong Kong. <laughs> go get it. You need to build a cinematic vocabulary on, is, what, is what I'm saying. And I'm not saying you need to see everything, no. but you need to be familiar with there's certain the, first of all and the other thing you haven't seen Empire Strikes Back you need to see that movie Agreed. I think I have as he was explaining how it, could I was like it? I how could it? you forget it you can't say you think you have you have to know you have beat by you beat be, you need to know that's people, people will judge you there was an interesting law, there was an interesting thing that Franklin, that Franklin um, Leonard put on uh, Twitter the other day he mm-hmm. said <clears throat> if you call a, this, this type of film a, um, a biopic mm-hmm. as opposed to a biopic I'm not going to correct you but I'm gonna know you're a fuck up because mm. you know because you because it's like a split of a biography True. picture. So it's, you know, so you got to split at the O, not mm-hmm. but at the I. Mm. And I was like, that's how it is with with all these things. If mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you've ever seen a movie, then that's like just one of these talked about. Films. Yeah, it's a reference point. It's a, it's like a touchstone that yeah. people when you're in meetings any, or even when we're in the room, room you're in, they're gonna be right. talking about it. For yeah, example, yeah, yeah. we had a situation on our show where we kept referencing the Kobayashi Maru for a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. The Kobayashi Maru and the assistants like, what is that? What is that? Go home. And I'm just like, <laughs> go home. We're 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 yeah. a, we're a comic book show, yeah. and I don't expect you to know Star Star Trek canon from 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 top to bottom as I do. But I mean, but know the Kobayashi Maru mm-hmm. because, because it's it, mentioned in the even in the remake. It's the remake, mentioned yeah, in the remake. Yeah, in the so remake, yeah. I, I, you, if fine, you didn't see the episodes from you know 20 years ago mm-hmm. or 30 years ago when they talked about Kobayashi Maru, or you didn't see Star Trek Four where they talked about it, or Star Trek Two where they talked about it. But you should have seen the remake of Star Trek where they, they Kobayashi they Maru is in our canon. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it, it, that's one of the things to me that's like it's it's unforgivable to not know that because even if you're not like a Star Trek fan. Star Trek Two is such a phenomenal film that it's one of those. It's it. I, I, to me, I feel it transcends the genre. Hundred percent. Because you, you don't have to be a Star Trek fan. You can watch, watch it knowing and nothing and enjoy the shit yeah. out of it because it's so fucking good. And Ricardo um, Maltabon and and William Shatner are never in the same space. space. No, all right, we're never. jumping off. All right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's a really God good movie. Add that to your like assistants <laughs> out there. Add that to your list of like Agreed. movies that you 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 need to know. So what what ended up happening was. 
couple writers just made a list of movies where it's like, okay, you need to kind of see this stuff. Have you seen Gone with the Wind? Right. Have you seen, you know, just stuff. I, I don't hear, but you haven't seen Citizen Kane. Here's, and here's what I don't want to hear when I start giving you, uh, you know, some suggestions. Like for me, I'm always going to tell you to go see Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. You know, I'm always going to, because if you want to see an indie film, you mm-hmm. know, set in a different space, right. done for a low budget, you know, like, just it's great beautiful. performances Acting yeah cinematography is amazing yeah. Uh, yeah. and it's Ang Lee so come yeah. on you know mm-hmm. you know fine but <clears throat> it's like I don't want to hear when I give you the list I don't want to hear well if you haven't been exposed to these things it's hard okay exposed to what things these movies it's, it, it, it's, but it's hard how what's, 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 I, what's, I, what's I, I don't know I, I'm, I'm sitting here puzzled because I'm like I don't know I was like if you have cable you would have flipped through channels and seen some of this shit on accident but the problem is you're not emotionally curious enough to stop you right. keep moving well, to okay. go to your black so shit that. Well, or whatever okay, it is you want to okay, watch so there's that this will get me in trouble but I'll say it anyway um <laughs> Um, I, you know, I keep it real. Look, <laughs> I've noticed that a lot of black people don't want to watch stuff that doesn't have black people in it. That is, that's what you were starting to yeah. say, kind of. And yeah. that's yeah. like, what the right. fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because you need to be able to say. Don't tell me you haven't seen Goodfellas. Don't tell me. Come on now. Hey, here's here's a quick thing. Just just a reference. I've talked about this once or twice on the show. So I was working on this little Go Ninety Network mm-hmm. show, right? I remember a few years ago, mm-hmm. and we were we started the room in here until we got our actual room, right? Because the budget was cheap. So we're sitting in here. I'll say it because I don't give a fuck what they're gonna say. So and I said, and I said I was telling this story about whatever, trying to figure out this pitch, and I said it's kind of like like John Lennon and when he did that song about mm-hmm. blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and and. It was it was me and the showrunner who is over in his fifties, white guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and three twenty year olds. I mean, they were like twenty two, twenty three. I don't think anybody was past twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I said, whatever. And he was like, oh yeah, 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 blah blah blah. And and I look at one of the guys, and he's like, I kind of don't even know if I know any of the Beatles songs. Oh wow! Don't and I looked up like right, this, and that's I went, nothing. Push Do you that know down. Who that is? He goes. Think so? I mean, I went. Wow. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'll be back." I literally walked around the lot. I came back and I sat down. They were all in here starting to talk. I said, "I gotta stop everybody right quick. Everybody has homework tonight." Mm-hmm. I swear to God, this is mm-hmm. exactly what mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I said, "Just start with the Beatles mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all their hits." Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, you're not gonna like anything anyway. But listen to it and again. You've heard the shit. You, you would you've heard, heard the it. shit on accident. Exactly. He's it's like, in, I think it's I in know movies one and of stuff. their songs. I'm like, what? So how? they just made a whole movie about the Beatles being a race of existence yeah. yesteryear. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's my thing. <clears throat> if you haven't seen a film and just being just being thrown out like you're saying, mm-hmm. don't say that you haven't seen it. Right. Don't like just nod. And then go home and, and do your it. homework. And, right, right and also, right if the showrunner is watching a particular show, this mm-hmm. is another thing. If the oh, showrunner is like watching a particular show, like, hey, I'm really into Mandalorian, you need to be watching Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to come in a room, or she is going to come in a room and start like, man, I saw this thing on Mandalorian. They did this, da da da. We could do something like that. You got to know. You need to know. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Like, we did, we did a thing in our room where the showrunner, because <clears throat> our show took place in the 80s. So he was all about all those 80s weird, you know, mm-hmm. crazy movies that mm-hmm. were like about whatever and this and this, Bye. all the teenage movies. So I was like, we need to be watching, uh, I'm going back the to John Fast Hughes, Times, all the Jews, every mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And, the Brat Pratt and, and it made me come up with this little skit that I wrote for one of the characters and I just turned it in going, what if, what if this character did this? Mm-hmm. 
And he loved it so much that he gave the entire uh, group homework to go back home and watch movies and just mm-hmm. pick a character and write a little two or three page yeah. scene with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mine made it to the, to the, to the, to the, to the yeah. scene. So it's it's... Those are the things that you take extra, you listen. You need to, you do, you, right. like what I explained to this person I was talking to at work who, you know, I was just like, okay. Because we gave you a list of movies and, she, and then I started, I started talking about Gladiator. Right. And I was like, whoa, Russell Crowe, da, 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 da. And she's like, Ooh, well, was I, she, was like she was like, <laughs> I don't know names of actors. And I was like, okay. You need to quit part this of, business. Was, you, <laughs> you need to quit this business. So part of this thing. Quit. No, but what the other quit. thing I said was quit. like, you need to I'll understand. I'll take your resignation right now. First, yeah. the other, I had to kind of say, look, you're not out here competing with just other black people. You're out here competing with these white dudes who know all this shit. Yes, they do. So they're going to smoke you. And the other thing is insistent is when you're, when you're in these spaces, showrunners have so much going in their brain, they're going to be like, they're going to try and come up with, who's that actor? Da, 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 da. And you need to be there to be like, it's Russell Crowe. Save the day. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, Ben Kingsley. Right. It's whoever. You'll right. be able to throw, and they're like, oh yeah, and that earns you. you Cody Stevenson yep. was in that movie, mm-hmm. and your boy, um, Simon Hansu. Joaquin Phoenix. Well, Everyone's talking about the Joker now. Yeah. Yeah, Watch Joaquin Phoenix in yeah. Gladiator. Yeah. That's where he kind of like blew the fuck up. You just reminded me, you were starting to talk about things that assistants can do, mm-hmm. right? And it reminded me of you have that list of the hundred hundred movies or scripts or whatever. What talk, let's talk about that. You could start there. Yeah. Oh, well, that thing you have. Okay, so <clears throat> those lists are out there everywhere. Yeah, like, it's on the AFI has a list. What, of yeah. Have, like, you know? yeah, so there's AFI has a list. I have a list somewhere. I may if I can find, I'll put in the show notes that Spike Lee because he Spike Lee teaches a class at NYU and mm-hmm. he's got a list of films that he wants you to watch. Right. You know, uh, and and I I think that's more important than the AFI one because the AFI one just does American film mm. and the Spike Lee one covers mm-hmm. all I mean we talked right. about Seven mm-hmm. Semi earlier mm-hmm. like he's got four or five of those Kurosawa films on right. there you know I mean it was interesting you know like there was a, a tweet that uh, so I'll put that up but it's, it's one of the things where I remember just the other day there was a, a tweet that someone said man I fucking hate remakes like someone tweeted yeah, yeah you see that a lot and then um, Chris McQuarrie like he, he mentioned some remakes that were that were actually kind of fucking dope you mm-hmm. know like he mentioned like Godfather Ocean's 2 he mentioned, <laughs> God, he mentioned like he mentioned Ocean's 11 uh, like yeah. Ocean's 11 that, the Spider-Man you know the, the Spider-Man re- movies, with Tobey Maguire you know, things like that but to me I was like oh yeah well let's talk about Throne of Blood mm. let's talk about you know like you know if the bad sleep well and and I was like you know and if you don't know like so Throne of Blood is the Macbeth remake mm. that Kurosawa did he just took it and set it in feudal Japan Japan. Mm. And 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 if the bad sleep well is his version of Hamlet set in modern day Tokyo mm. in a corporation, mm-hmm. but it's Hamlet, and it's like mm-hmm. motherfucker, you need to. If, if you see what people are doing, and you see how they hide what is. I mean, people can watch and go, oh, that's oh, this is Macbeth, but but you know what? I put my own stamp on it, so you can't say I'm. I'm you know, it, well, it just fills your creative well, you, yeah. So that you have a lot of different resources or or sources of content to draw from and sort of and that's kind of what creativity yeah. is it's a yeah. little bit you steal like an artist you mm-hmm. take little bits and pieces of yeah. things and that's what you know we and I yeah. dis- you and I disagree yeah. on Mandalorian but they're definitely stealing from western and samurai films oh, it's, well, and, yeah. and, you know and, oh, completely. And completely you know yeah and, and to build this all that Leone shit new with world. The, the I was just thinking like that. Yeah. yeah I was just thinking I like how you just use that reference about you know your well and I was thinking it's the same thing about when we're always telling writers you need to be reading scripts mm-hmm. it's the same thing same thing, thing. You, you, you need to be watching movies your well is so yeah. full that's why I always tell everybody you know when I write a script when you look at my scripts every single one of them look a little different sometimes it's because 
I've I have so many scripts yeah. in my head that I can immediately pick a style. Yeah. You know what I mean? And go, oh, this one would feel good like this. Well, I yeah. you know do I mean? that all the time. I have, you say this thing where it's like I find the language of the script uh, based upon what the story is telling me. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, you know, if I'm telling this story, then I'm, I might want the language to be like oh, like more snarky right. or something mm-hmm. like that. Or I'm not, or mm-hmm. I don't need that for this. Or I want to mm-hmm. be this because that. If you're writing a period piece, then you should be reading period piece scripts. Yeah, and reading period yeah. piece in Agreed. that in that particular setting. Yeah, totally. You do I mean, because reading, reading novels that are yeah. set at the same mm-hmm. time. Do all that stuff. Just because, East of Eden. Whatever. Whatever's they out there. My life. Like, watch that shit. And look, to me, the thing. <laughs> look, I, I was telling this the other day when we were talking with Roberta. It's like, you know, like I like read the scripts. I watch all the old movies. I love that stuff. You know, like I even read all the little anecdotes about mm-hmm. what people were doing about like how they made these movies. Right. Because yeah. you know, I, I was I was saying there's this movie that we did a couple of years ago, maybe ten years ago now, where uh, our actor got he like pulled his back. In the middle, of, like in the, like early in the day, and he couldn't stand. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, "We have scenes to do. He's got to mm-hmm. stand." Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" <laughs> and, I, and I remember reading somewhere something mm-hmm. that happened to someone, and they just propped him up. They mm-hmm. just figured out mm-hmm. what it. Motherfucker, if, if you you know can be, can, you know, like, I mean, or he's that. against a wall. Yeah, no, but you know what? That might have been a happy accident because I'd be interested to see how the scene turned out. No, 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 no. He wasn't against the wall. What happened was he had to stand around a fire barrel. But sometimes, sometimes yeah. these little things happen and that you think you, are gonna derail your production, and then. You end up figuring a way out, and then it was like, "Oh, what a genius choice to prop him against the wall!" And you're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it worked out, didn't it?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing with assistance is, if you don't have a script, I'm telling you, you should have a script because what happens towards the end of the season. I've seen upper levels yep. turn to assistants and be like, "Hey, you know, now that things are winding down, if you want to send me your send me your script, I'll be now happy they have to read time. it." Now they have time, yep. and then mm-hmm. you're like, people are hemming and hawing, like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna get it to you." Yeah, I was like, "No." Latoya Morgan was just talking about that. Yep. She was like, "You need to have at least one script yep. ready." Yep. Well, you, look, so. look, look, yep. yeah, because they're not gonna read two now. No. but you should have two. Or you could have you a play. One. Right. And somebody story, also was talking about something. like if you're like a comedy writer, you got like a YouTube channel or something to just show. Oh, that's like another thing piece. that get, that that disappoints me too. It's mm-hmm. like some of these assistants. It's like they're waiting. They're like, oh, I'm just focused on the writing, so I'm I'm waiting for my opportunity to, to right. you know either get on staff or whatever. It's like that might not happen. Yep. So you need to be out here on the weekends or whatever other time you have making your own shit. And I, it was like if you make your own shit, like yep. I don't care if it's a short film, web mm-hmm. series, whatever, that's gonna. En- enhance your writing to a different, you know, let another me, let level. Let me ask you something as two busy people, as the three busy people as we are. Would you rather read something or watch something? I'd rather watch it. That's my whole point. If it's so, three, three, three to five minutes, three minutes I can watch like, it. Yeah, I can yeah. stop right yeah. now while I'm that's working a, that's on That's a writing script. break. I, I'm, on, I'm on my 20 minute writing break. I'm like, oh, let me watch right. this thing. Fantastic. Uh, that's how you win. And I know that you, you, you wrote it and it's your, your right. vision and you drove it, whatever. Right. You know, or you partner with a director that could sort of see your thing come to life. Well, see, that's cool. okay. That's the thing I, I I have to wonder is that if it's something that you wrote, if you're a writer, just send it to me, and I'll read the first page, and and, and I can and, and I can tell if you're good, mm-hmm. if you're better than. I mean, you're more than good. Like, oh, this this story's gonna take me somewhere. I can tell on the, on the first page. Of course. If you send me a, a a film and you're only the writer and you directed it, I might not want to watch it. I just me because I'll start That's looking fine. at because because I'll start looking at it differently mm-hmm. than I'll start looking at it like 
directed it and what did you do oh you didn't like this right if it's not lit understand so yeah, you, you start getting the yeah, whole the, the technical yeah, aspect yeah, of it yeah, yeah. I'm just so trying to see like, that someone it, it, took the initiative to make something that's my whole that's point sh- yeah, that shows sure, me sure. that you are willing yeah. to hustle and I, go out and, look, and right. wrangle people together I and I totally pay them bread agree. and crackers there's to make probably this thing. a few more people who are more willing No, but there's lots of people like you who believe that lots I mean look it's a snob if you do it 100% cinema snob up one side and down the other if you do it you know uh i mean if look if you're writing i mean if, you, if you're see the thing if you're writing and, and you know this because we just did this shit mm-hmm. but it's like there's so much more to you know that that what had to come to, to when i'm watching it on the screen that i know is not your writing right i know you didn't fucking know come up with the way this is blocked or was edited or the fact that this edited could, could have been different the way it's written right. because of what, what what they did so that's that's why to <clears> me it's like just show me like one page you like send it to me and I'll read it and I'll look at it one page and I go okay this is okay I, I can keep going but I'll know on that first but see, page I've, I've had and I'll people, keep reading the rest of it you know but I'll know it just depends because I've know. had people who have gotten staffed on shows mm-hmm. because they had a short film in like the NBC Shorts oh, yeah. Festival or whatever and they, and they wrote yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah. and then they got meetings and then they get end up staffed on show yeah. that's different so you know I just I say make shit it to- doesn't hurt oh, and should. the you other thing it shit. educates you about how production works because I, I come across so many writers yep. I literally just had you know an assistant got a, got a shot and she co-wrote a script and I'm talking to her and she's like I didn't know what a DP did God I didn't know what damn. Video Village was why are you, I didn't know I didn't know why are you in the business I was, I was like I was like you need to be out making stuff on your own give me your resignation letter <laughs> you keep going back to have it you ready out stuff making stuff on your own and mm-hmm. then you would organically know this so yeah. that when you go to a bigger scale version of it you're not like deer in headlights mm-hmm. you see what I mean mm-hmm. how do you um, not know what a DP does yeah, like that one's kind of bad. like uh, do you watch this, like, like like do you watch fucking shows I think everybody has different like we're the type of people who are like research junkies yeah. and we like to yeah. look at things Everybody doesn't We're watching have that. the behind the scenes stuff on the DVDs when right, that was a thing right. years ago. And and what helped? I, well, I'd be curious to know. Like we're talking, somebody put an email out to us about us interviewing each other one time. So we'll have to do that one day. We just talk to each other mm. about our careers and our mm-hmm. life. We kind of have done mm-hmm. it with you, but mm-hmm. it's changed now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so um, um, where I'm going with that is, you find yourself being in positions where why did you start becoming the person you are? Like what clicked that made you mm. go, I need to be deeper than this. Like was it when mm. you were in school? Was it when you were a kid? Like what was the, the thing for you? And I think that for me, and I talk about this a lot, being the underdog, being insecure, all these other mm-hmm. things made mm-hmm. me go, I have to be better. Yep. I have to be better. And the only way to be better is to read more, is to learn more, is to study more, is to be You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the more mm-hmm. I did, the mm-hmm. more I felt more empowered confident right Right. Mm -hmm. which is why i'm one of the few people who's like you know what you have a script and it's at you know um, a smaller film festival a smaller whatever fucking if you need to do it to see how you do fucking do it yeah you need you need to do it for your ego yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah. and if and if it gives you more strength yeah fucking take it yeah you know what i mean yeah and then next year submit to austin and see how you do start small exactly it doesn't have to be sundance right off the top but look i think this thing you said you know i'm lanelle about some of your writers who haven't done the production it, that's the one thing about you know about like Willie that just kind of shocked me I mean he had been in school, film school but he hadn't done anything in like 30 years 40 years and I'm kind of saying to myself no if you're writing if you're trying to write in the entertainment industry 
you, you know, first of all, you have to have your resignation letters set because you're <laughs> fucking up. And that's a, that's a t-shirt. That's your new that's t-shirt. Like, Along with your fucking up. Be ready. Be ready. Or no, here's a rope. Go hang yourself. Yeah, it's another exactly. one of your oh axioms. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, because the thing is, is, is this. What you're doing is not to be sitting there on a fucking white piece of paper. It's not to be sitting on your computer and be excited I have this. Right. It's to have someone get up there and have that team come and make it and and the thing that you and the thing about about making stuff that that and if you go to set of things like this you learn this a lot more is you've stopped being so precious about your shit Mm -hmm. about like hey i wrote this let's have it go because the minute you send it off to the production it becomes everybody's Mm -hmm. and you have to be comfortable with the choices that they make to you know to 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 make it happen Mm -hmm. because there are going to be things like hey you know what you fucking wrote this thing this way it it is not going to work limitations of production that we can't this is a production yep. time the, the time the, yep. the, the fucking actress can't do this mm-hmm. or I'm sitting here or we can't do a hair change yeah. in that amount of time, time from right. this scene yeah. to the well, other it's one small, it's stuff people have yeah. another, no idea you yeah. know but it's was, it was the thing that, that we were doing and is that there's a scene where there was, there was there was an argument going on and when we rehearsed it on the rehearsal day I was like okay these guys know how to get their right emotionally blah 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 and the blocking looks fine but something was, was was nagging me about it when we were in the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and then when we got to the set, we tried to rehearse it, and I was like, "Oh, it it it, it, it gets to the end, and it like yeah. and it staggers." Yeah. And I was like, oh, "What is I gotta, this I gotta shit going it. on?" And I said, "I didn't rewrite it. I said, "You know what? Just cut this. Yeah, this like these, these yeah, four yeah. exchanges out real fast, and let's just run with this because we had to do so much shit." And it was so much better. But it was it so was much so better, better because yeah. because the momentum kept going, yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. that's where it's like when you see those things when you're writing that's a skill you have to develop that you develop and it's and it's because the thing that the thing that that writers don't get and you can't get this until you like actually doing this why you gotta go and do it is what you're doing is you're creating behavior Mm -hmm. on the fucking the actors have to behave like they're not to say you see great work where no one says anything because they're just behaving and that's what you're trying to do and that's where you'll see where i don't need to say this line i don't need to do this i i I have to find a way to 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 get the actors to to create this this believable thing and the movement of the camera and stuff like that that's what that's what you're that's something that you'll learn more of when you're getting your shit produced Right. Yeah, and also if you have the long-term goal of being a showrunner, I mean, to me, I'm as interested in work you know, like the words that the actors are saying and tweaking the words on the day and changing things so that the scene has some energy and doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, because um, some like we don't do table reads on Black Lightning, so the first time I'm hearing it is on the day when the actors right. and are they're just scenes and and, and I'm just right. sort of like, oh, that doesn't, right? You know, let me change, <laughs> let me change some stuff around. Mm-hmm. I'm as interested in that as I am the logistics of how we make the show. So I'm always like talking to the first ADs or the second AD, like what's the schedule? Are we on on time? Mm -hmm. Are the issues with, oh, well they gotta go to this costume fitting or they've gotta do, like that stuff interests me as well equally Mm -hmm. Because those it are the should. two skill sets you it's need. It's going to tell you what you can do. Those are the two skill sets you need in right. order to, to, for me, I'm thinking, to be a showrunner. Because right. it's problem solving. It's, yeah. it's, it's problem 100%. solving all fucking day. And that's, and that's what it is. It's not about so, the writing. So you're back just, to the assistant thing. Yeah, Sorry, I was just going to say, just, just because, and it's only because my thing's running. I apologize. Um, I was just thinking about, um, like, what can we do to help the assistants? Like, what would they do if they're in a situation where something like that happens, where the 
somebody throws something at them or you know like mm. how, do they, how do they get mm. or, or the abuse you're talking about or or like they promise them something or you're going to be making more money and you don't whatever it is like how can we that help that them i that don't way? that i don't know that, well, that i mean that. okay so these promises mm-hmm. um i get them in writing well that's that or here's sure. the other thing every <laughs> studio you work for has an hr department so you you can start there we just had a survey come out mm-hmm. from warner brothers that was asking about the climate in our and it's anonymous, right. so we got we got that and we did it. But I, I'd start with HR; would be my mm-hmm. only thing. Whatever studio you're working for, well, if someone throws if someone throws something what are you at saying, you, Sunny? it was interesting. Like on the first show that I worked on, like we had to go to like a little training, mm-hmm. and they was mm-hmm. like, "Do you guys know who your HR um, mm-hmm. person is?" No, there was probably like two people really? who knew who our mm-hmm. HR person, which is kind of crazy if you're coming from like a really corporate world. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you know where HR yeah. is, right. but like in the entertainment industry, it's, it's, like, it's nebulous. It's vague. It's very nebulous. But, yeah. but, but, but my caveat about the HR people is you do realize that, that their job is to protect the co- the company and the showrunner before Correct. you mm-hmm. know, before not you, you. Mm-hmm. not yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you go in there, you, you, have, to go in, you have to go. In, you yeah. got to be careful. You got to bring your receipts. Yeah, yeah bring your <laughs> receipts. Also, was, document did someone everything. else witness yeah. it? Oh, that's document a, everything. Yes, yes. Have an ongoing document on your Word, whatever Word program, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, t- Tuesday, December nineteenth. He threw a damn phone. At you don't him. even have to like be ready to like take action. Just document no, just everything. Um, um, Text um, message. Everything. Mm-hmm. I'll just say one last thing about documenting everything. I if if. If you're writing, document all this shit, because just beyond this, what you're saying, but it's like the credit shit gets all fucking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you'll have a better case if there's any kind of credit oh, issue, arbitration. But it, yeah. Like, it, like if you've documented everything, so print off every draft that you turn in and have it dated, or and just shit save like that. every draft. You know, that you, we'll save, save it. Draft. Mm-hmm. Save it you you're know, gonna have you like know. production draft and yeah. I'm just talking TV. You're gonna have like different the different colors we all go through as you make changes, whatever. And we you change just the colors in film too. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, uh, yeah. um, okay, I was gonna think. I was looking at. So you have all the different assistants, right? There. But then what was our? So it's like have a script. Oh, I have oh, no. I oh, have that's no, what build your list of movies that you need to watch and educate yourself on, and it can't not just stuff that came out in the past ten years. Like you got to mm-hmm. go further back, and not just the black stuff that like oh, Friday it. after next and Friday no. like that's just you gotta get out <laughs> yeah. of that I'm yeah. not hiring you I've, I've met people who say <laughs> who say I don't watch movies that are before 2000 or people have, I've heard that or, or people I've heard mm-hmm. recently say I don't watch movies before 2010 and I'm, I'm just like I'm not hiring you that's crazy yeah, that's, don't, hear, well, don't say I'm, that out loud yeah, if, don't if, say if that that's your life. belief keep that shit way buried down yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean God, just don't God, don't God, say that out loud I was just gonna say, just piggybacking off what you were saying, Linnell, mm-hmm. is that is the thing that, like, you're looking at the writer's assistant. I most most shows now actually can't speak to. Most shows now actually have the the writer's assistant submit a script because they want to know if I give you a script, can would you, you be write? able to handle it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As, as opposed mm-hmm. to the other mm-hmm. way of now mm-hmm. productions moving, we mm-hmm. have time to read you. It's the it's the reverse now because you're the first person to go to. Outside of any of their other friends, if there's if there's an, uh, an um, a freelance a freelance assignment, mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. you're the first person, so you want to make sure Sometimes. you have usually mm-hmm. you want to make sure you have your script, and that's why even to get that position, they're like, let me read them because you're in the mm-hmm. room pitching sometimes too, so mm-hmm. they want to make sure you mm-hmm. know how to do that, mm-hmm. you know, so you need you yeah, need to have I mean, a script, yeah, have a script. Next question. Oh, it was a question. I just wrote down notes in mm-hmm. case we wanted to summarize all the things that they needed to. 
Be, well, a we data, just, be a walking, talking database for your upper levels so that when they're, they're, they can't remember a show name or an actor name, whatever, you just have a, you just, you, you right. can pull it out. Like you just know a lot of shit. Go be out seeing stuff. I don't know how people go through college. Even some people have their master's degrees and they're sitting here and they're talking about there's certain cinema things they have not seen. I was like, even if you're on a college campus, they're going to have screenings or something. Like, right. go to this shit. Like, I don't, shit, I don't look, understand. If you're in college, there's the, the, the resources. The resources now <clears throat> to see stuff is so it's incredible. much deeper than... Like, or even go so, on Canopy, you know, that thing that's free from the library, yeah. and watch the shit on there. There's that. You know, but it's it's inexcusable. There's, I mean, like... like for me, when I was in school and wanted to watch these things, it was really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And for because yeah, it's, it was on thirty five millimeter. It was it wasn't on digital. Or yeah. you, you know, the shit was on VHS. I mean, the thing that was a boon for me is that you know, as soon as there was DVDs out, I got one of these like uh, region free players. I could put mm-hmm. stuff from all over the planet, and then you go online and just and just and I, and I would order shit from France and Germany and Hong Kong because I wanted to see these movies, right. and they were not coming out over here. You know, and and, was, and the fucked up is a lot of that shit doesn't have the fucking English subtitle on it, but I still wanted to see it. Right. You know? But see, that, and that's why when we interview, I want to get into why. Like, how did that, what clicked, you know, at some point? We'll have to do that. that that's interesting. Um, I was just thinking about, I talk about this a lot, and you probably heard me, um, Sonny. <clears throat> I talk about, to me, the best assistant or intern and somebody, if I drop it, they pick it up. And I don't mean that as a slave. Mm-hmm. I just mean be there to assist. Or anticipate. Be there, or anticipate. Uh, anticipate all those things. And the more you do, the more I feel like I need you. You know what I mean? You get my point? Right, right. And, I th- and it's the same theory that if, if I was a writer in a writer's room and everybody's trying to figure out what the fucking movie is called or what mm-hmm, that scene mm-hmm, was about mm-hmm. and I'm the one who comes mm-hmm, up with the... Mm-hmm. It's the like, same oh, theory. Yeah, It's the same smart. theory. Just be there. And it gets you out of just being seen as the assistant. Correct. When you have these other, you know... Uh, things that you can talk about and you know about right. like oh she's she's on she's on her game right. like she's not just someone it becomes your notes. superpower in its own way exactly well, yeah, that's I, I think the anticipation thing is a great suggestion because you know that's kind of a, your job is there to do certain things but you have a lot of time where you can observe right. and if you're observing the patterns of what's happening then you can kind of go oh he, you know what he or she might need this next because I right. see how this is happening I know he's you running know? late for music spotting yeah. let me make sure I already tell VFX that he's right. running late and push the meeting yeah. like you know, that's exactly. just that kind of just, stuff let, yeah. let me put the list in yeah. front of him so yeah. he gets it ahead of time mm-hmm. whatever blah 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 and, and, and just piggybacking off of that I was just thinking about you know, when I was saying, if you drop it, pick it up, because I don't want anybody to be like, oh, he's saying whatever. Yeah. Just to be clear, all I mean <laughs> is, if you look at it from a point of view that, like, I know how we are, we're in a room, we want to help our showrunner, right? That's your fucking job, to yes. make their life easy, to help, you know, it all run smooth, yep. to work your tail off, even if yep. you have to go home to do it, yep. right? So if we do that, then you should be doing that on mm-hmm. your way, right? So what I'm saying is, is just think outside the box and just instead of going, oh, I feel like I'm a slave in here picking up stuff and getting coffee and doing this and writing notes, instead going, I'm making it easier for them. And you immediately take the pressure off mm-hmm. yourself about how hard it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's my, opportunity, start enjoying it's my it. opportunity to shine. Because yeah, there's exactly. a, there's 500 people getting off the bus every day that want to be in that assistant job. That sure. Would, that would shoot someone to be in that assistant job. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that true. But I'm just trying to figure out ways that, that assistants could look at it from a positive way. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know? in terms of, like, if you're going to sit there, like, oh, I'm having to get the lunches. Oh, I'm having to do this. you got to shift your mindset into something more positive. You, Otherwise, you, you're you, just you, go crazy. You're absolutely right, because... 
you were saying this earlier. It's like I'm in a privileged position. Is what it you're is. You're in a very privileged position. <laughs> you're fucking working for someone who's in charge of like fucking like a hundred million dollars. So recognize that. And you also, and unlike all these people at corporate America who are assistants and stuff like that, they can't jump into the fucking you know you know you know like right. president position. Right. right. But you can as an right. assistant if you show them that hey I'm worthy for this job. Right. You know. I mean I mean I mean you have to know that you are worthy, but you got to show them that because they don't have the time to look at you and see you for you know from from they just don't i mean they'll see you as this but so so it's up to you to keep you get stuck you get stuck it's it's up up to you to expand the vision of how they see you because what happens is there's people that get stuck being assistant season after season after season they're like to me they're not doing why am i not getting a chance to write a script why am i not getting a chance to be a staff writer why because you're not seen as anything other than assistant because you're you haven't you haven't mastered the assistant skills so well that they're looking at you like, oh, well, she's got that down, and she's yeah. already, you know, thinking at a staff writer level. Let me let me bring her in as a staff writer. Yeah. There was a, there was an assistant who we'd be in the room, and it was it was open. Like if you're not busy, you could come in the room, mm-hmm. and they'd be out there on their phone, mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there, and one day I walked over and I was like, why are you not coming mm-hmm. in the room? Like. I would be in there every all fucking the moment I had if Soaking I just sat there up. listening Soaking it all just up. to get the culture to get the game to hear how people pitch I'm like what are you or doing or even a little thing is like the room can, can get a little bit messy because people are writing on cards I'm and the one markers and all this stuff like if yeah. you're the assistant wrangle all that shit together make it organized be like yes. okay guys the index the cards are here the markers are here right. the you know like the scripts are over here the outlines mm-hmm. like just organize the Agreed. especially after people you should like, not let them walk in a room and, and it's not, no. every morning we walked no. in there was a disarray I, no. I, no. me and one of the other writers mm-hmm. we would organize it in the morning it was like this is ridiculous that's something that's, again yeah. that's a, something an assistant can earn points doing yes. easily but it's just like make their lives easier screw yeah, that's, that's messed up because that means that, that they the assistants walked out the door the second that they could yeah. As opposed to you cleaning know up the room after I the day was done. I got fifteen minutes, so when they come in the next day, it's sparkling. And 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 you get caught up in the world of like, let's just say, I'm the assistant, uh, I'm the writer's assistant. You're the writer's PA. You should be doing that, mm. right? You get caught up in what my mm-hmm. title the is. Hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah instead, no. instead, be the writer's assistant who does it all. Be the writer's PA who does it all. Show people that you can. And 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 I I, I remember saying. You're the writer's PA. You should be sitting right next to the writer's assistant learning how to do that. Right. Because if they are sick one day or have to go to doggy's point, we've Who's had that next? happen. The writer's PA has to come in and do the notes. You know if I mean? you don't know how to do the notes. Exactly. Yeah. You should be sitting there all the time. You know what I mean? Anyway. So it was like yeah. little things. We could go on and on and on and yeah. on and on, and on. I apologize. It's going to be a short episode. We might have to piggyback much, on this. How much, how much time do we have? Maybe 10 minutes. So what are some other questions you had? Like there were some, like you were talking about the the. the oh, it was thing. just notes, like no, all no, the no, things. No, 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 no. Oh, you had other questions. Like these, like like there's four things you wanted to talk about. You said the ADA, topics, the t- topics. topics. The topics. Oh, oh, I was talking about uh, the streaming wars. And mm-hmm. what do you guys think about it? Do you think there's actually a streaming war, or is it like more like options Netflix available? I think we gotta see how this Disney Plus thing shakes yeah, it hasn't out. Hasn't started. It hasn't really gotten I mean, going I'm, enough. I'm, I mean, I'm loving the platform so far, Disney I'm, Plus. I mean, yeah. look, there's. I mean, there's only a few shows. There's one show in Disney, right, right now, like The Mandalorian. But yeah. their whole here's know, here's no, the beauty the whole, of Disney Plus. The people, catalog. People the, are finding shit that's like some TV movie that Disney aired back in 1987 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's people like now it's like stuff that was only on like VHS and was super obscure. Right. People are finding it and watching it and tweeting about it and. 
Oh, that's good. It's it's really yeah. good. And I just love the fact that I can sit there and watch the last 30 minutes of Endgame <laughs> yeah. on the same platform and then go watch uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes, like, I'm just like, oh, God. This is so, <laughs> so, 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 I mean, like, I think that there's... So Disney with what they're doing, not there's not enough Apple shows yet to to, to see what they're doing. Um, the, there's uh, people are, people discount. The, I mean, as soon as HBO Max rolls out, mm-hmm. yeah, that is not they're not enough. They're not enough of what everyone's gonna say what it is until I probably maybe this time next year because we mm-hmm. got to see because there's the universal platform rolling out too I mean mm-hmm. there's all the, the peacock thing mm-hmm. so there's a, so <laughs> it is called peacock yeah. right so I'm kind of like you know we, I don't even know what's going to be my fear is that we had we were all anti-cable and we're like we're going to cut the cord and we're tired of paying this cable bill of a hundred something dollars a month <laughs> right. and we're, we're, already, we're recreating the be, same thing because they're all going to add up to that yeah they're all going to add up to a hundred dollars when it's all said and done I'm like what do we do here but think about it think about it this way you could get your cable thing like I used to have you know I used to I have DirecTV. I just have DirecTV. It was like $79 a month. I would get like HBO and a little <clears> package <throat> like that. And I got all those channels. And I was like, that's dope. Um, but now it's like I got to pay like $75 just for my f- fucking internet connection. Right. And then I have like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's Hulu's $10. There's, there's, uh, Netflix. Uh, there's Netflix's $12. Um, and then there's you know there's HBO which is fifteen dollars, <laughs> CBS All Access if you want to watch Picard, Picard in January, mm-hmm. and there's the Criterion thing. So 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 that's five that's five things that that I have that are at least ten dollars. That's fifty dollars just on that plus the plus the internet thing is so it's seventy seventy eight eighty dollars. So that's I'm already at one hundred thirty. Right. So that's way more. That's way more than I was paying when I just wanted direct TV. I could watch my shit and put it all on DVR and watch it whenever the fuck I wanted. As opposed to now, it's like, well, I, I mean, and even now, there's shit that I can't see because I don't have the things. Like I can't watch shit on. A, I can't watch anything on TNT. I can't watch anything on fucking USA because I don't have those those things you got to pay for them. I can't. It's tricky to watch the stuff on CW. Like there's all because because I don't the have CW it. app is free. Yeah, the yeah, app it's is free. free for 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 no. No. For for certain episodes, and then this stuff drops right. off. Right. Well, yeah, but we are like we're on episode nine of our season. You can watch all nine yeah, of the seasons. So that's far. true, but, but you can't go back to season I can't, two. I can't go back but to season that's on two. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So see, CW shows yeah. bounce to Netflix so after this. I gotta episode. have. Netflix, see what I'm saying? So you you paying all the thing, and that's where I think everyone feels like they. Have, I, I just feel like by being able to pay for it and decide what it is, it's this sense. Of, oh, and don't get me started on sports because I got tennis yeah, channel. I got to pay for. Pay ESPN. <laughs> There's all this kind of shit. So it's like it's like people have this sense of self empowerment because they're controlling like where their dollar is spent. Like the things I want to watch, I want to pay for. Yeah, was the mentality my, yeah, the big thing? Mm-hmm. But but my, my my thing is, you know, it's like I might watch one Netflix series a month, maybe. Because there's not enough interesting programming that's on their thing right now for me to watch, you know. If there's for the other stuff. I mean, like, like thankfully Hulu, I get it free through my Spotify thing, so I don't pay for it at all. And there's maybe like, like, like one a movie or something like that that I'll watch on there because wow, you guys have it and no one else does, you mm-hmm. know. But that's maybe once a month, so I don't really use those services that much. So again, it's like a, just like with the cable, where it's like I'm paying for shit that I'm not even really ex- exploiting, you know. And it's like, so do, that, we, do well, we think we're is it is it a good thing though that we have so many of these now? Has it has it opened up more opportunities for us? We we know that the you know the the, the they're buying less and less um, amount of shows they're doing. Like they'll do ten, you know, they'll do mm-hmm, six. Mm-hmm. They'll do but four. there are but there are more mm-hmm. shows, the rooms right? Are so it seems like yeah, yeah, more, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know because the thing about shows like 
you know, so there's all these Apple shows, right? Morning mm-hmm. show or whatever. I don't know fucking anyone who who even knew about those shows. Mm. You know, like like I mean, I mean, like they're very like those shows are kept qu- like more quiet than than usual until they're out. Until they're out. Right. I mean, for us is wanting to get on that stuff. I mean, you know, like the, like like at Apple, like they weren't taking meetings from from people who who weren't like co-EP and above. Oh yeah. You know, because even even the stars on the shows are like movie stars. Yeah, I think into, I think know? for lower levels, it's <clears throat> easy. Like I know people who have been staff writers on several, like Netflix shows. Like yeah. they seem to be bringing in people yeah. of color, yeah, lots of staff them, writers sure. to work on Netflix. I'm a- Apple, not so much, and Amazon, not so much. Yeah. Hulu, a little bit too. Yeah. yeah, yeah I know yeah. some you know lower level writers mm-hmm. and, and and writers of color who've gotten on Hulu shows mm-hmm. and um. But yeah, some of the Disney Plus. I don't. Oh, actually, no, Disney Plus is. We'll see. I mean, it's just the Mandalorian right now, but they are taking pitches from lower levels and right. and, and looking right. at to right. develop two, my, yeah, to develop some yeah, of their IP. I know. Yeah, yeah. Know let me ask you a question, Lanelle. So. When do you know if you guys get another season? Probably around last year. They found out around February. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm about to. I'm happy writer about to start my hiatus, right. and of course I'll be writing new material because I don't know if the show is going to come back. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure I have a Y'all new sample. That? You gotta have another sample. Yeah, yeah, yep. a new sample to go out with. Come you know March April yep. and see what happens. Yeah. Awesome. Um, fingers crossed. I mean, did you have anything else in regarding to that? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, why were you worried about the streaming yeah, wars? Just curious. Oh, I just think it's like uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about how, like, because of like all the streaming platforms, it's kind of like kids or people around my age. Like, you're not forced to watch things that you usually wouldn't watch. Right. Like something like, like I didn't have cable growing up, so I used to watch like Mash and like Frasier. Oh, gosh. Oh, so like, good. but then again, <laughs> like if you're, but you're if you're in the, paying for a streaming platform, it's like you're more targeted to what you want to watch, so right. you're not discovering. So then everyone ends up in their, like, their really bubbles. Isn't that isn't a little bit problematic, right? Because everyone ends up in there like, oh, because the the platforms will keep recommending things in that same bubble. Correct. And then you're and then you stay in that bubble, that's and that's exactly all the shit you problem. watch, and it counteracts what that's we were exactly talking about earlier. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Completely, because you're not gonna. I mean, okay, okay, you know, you were talking. You had another question about like what do like what do foreign shows get right? Mm-hmm. Um, for, and I'll say this: like for the foreign shows, you know that. Um, well, I watch them all the time. Name a couple of, and I enjoy them like way more than the American shows. Mm-hmm. Way more. Anything with Berlin in it, right? There's like two shows in Berlin that like, are off the fucking like, chain. Those are, they're, off the, they're off the chain. There's all those yeah. British shows that are fucking fantastic. Right. Uh, I mean, I say it all the time, and I have yet to find someone to watch this show. There's a, there's a French show that's they're now f- streaming on Amazon right now. It's called Spiral. It's the best cop show ever. Hmm. Best cop show ever. There's there's no cop show that anyone's done. It, 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 I mean, and, and I've seen, I watch them all the time. I fucking like, goddamn, like there's. I mean, it's like it's so. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's it's French, so you got to be able to watch the subtitles. Sure. But it's so fucking good. It's so and it's it's the first season is I will admit is tricky to watch because the, when they did it, the production values like were so low. But it became this. Oh, you're talking. It about became that, this right, international right. hit. Mm-hmm. And season two through season six is just like you know they're doing everything and they're doing and the storytelling. Like they don't do the mistake that you know they're twelve episode seasons, right? They don't do the mistake that American shows do with twelve episodes. Is that there's one case they're trying to follow, or one thing they're trying to do, and that like is the overriding mm. thing. And when you do that, 
invariably there's two or three episodes that are just kind of like filler where mm-hmm. they're like, it's, it's mm-hmm. usually it's usually like episode like eight and nine because they're trying to build up for these last two big things they are they do they, that show they we're, structure um, we're fortunately down to one percent here so oh we're, we're done all right yeah, well we're that's down, it we're i apologize everybody uh where you at sunny uh that is sunny s-o-n-n-y underscore j-o-a-c-h-i-n cool and uh, I am your host, Hilliard Guest. And just so you guys know, we had a little disclaimer here. I kind of messed up a little bit with the, uh, <laughs> I forgot my damn cord. Anyway, so I am putting in this in. I'm Hilliard Guest. You can find me at Hilliard Guest on Twitter. You can follow the show, ScreenwritersRR on Twitter. Any questions, ScreenwritersRentRoom at gmail.com. Um, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, whatever you guys listen to, <clears throat> and follow us, you know, share it. Um, all that. Don't forget to follow Linnell White, Linnell, L-Y-N-E-L-L-E, W-H-I-T-E, Linnell White. Also, you can follow Chris at um, Unauthorized CBD on Twitter, on Instagram, all that shit. Um, Anyway, we appreciate you guys. Y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Sonny? 2020. Peace, y'all. I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room So you wanna be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the Red Room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel 